powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. On in, everybody. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on in, everybody. Let's go. It is Tuesday night. We're going to do a preview of... Um, tomorrow night's Wednesday Night Live Bible Study, which is also the last message in our series, Let's Be Kids. Again, do me a favor, come in, let me know where you're watching from, and share this video. L, W, and the S. Come on in, let me know where you're watching from. Like this video, tell me where you're watching from, and share. L, W, S. Come on in, you all. A uh, uh, couple of minutes um, delayed. Um, for some reason, there's been a little connection issue, but that's all right. We're good. Aurora, good to see you. Wheat Reds, good to see you. ATL, good to see you. Um, what's going on, Tim? Memphis, good to see you. Palm Springs, California, good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Jacksonville, Florida. Duval, is that how they do it? Because, uh, you know, folks in Jacksonville, they don't call it Jacksonville. They call it Duval. They call it by the county. Listen, all right, Albany, Georgia, good to see you. Um, for all my Georgia fam, don't forget, next Friday, the 9th, September 9th, September 11th, we'll be in Atlanta. It's going to be amazing. A Friday night fire starts at 7.30, so you got plenty of time. Get home, eat, change, get the kids together the whole night. It's easy and convenient to get to. It's right off of 285 and 85. Super easy to get to, and uh, it's going to be amazing, all right? So come on, uh, be with us. All you need to do to get registered, text H-C-A-T-L to 877-552-4746. Can I get a few of you to put that on each platform? TikTok, good to see you all. Come on in. Let's share, let's share, let's share. Denver, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Jersey, good to see you. ATL, Columbus, Georgia, Indiana. Aurora, good to see you. I can't wait. I can't wait either. It's going to be amazing, all right? Um, so make sure that you get registered to be a part of that, all right? Listen, um, we are going to, um, the, as I was driving in, um, literally, hey, Connecticut, just a few minutes ago, as I was driving in uh, from the gym, I was coming to my garage, the Lord literally spoke loud and clear. Um, and uh, in addition to our message preview tonight, one of the things we're going to hit in prayer is um, demonic attack, demonic attacks. Um, what is a demonic attack? It is when there is resistance that is coming against you in the atmosphere that is resistance um, that is designed to wear you out, wear you down. Somebody says no sound. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all not hear me? Can I get a thumbs up? I see somebody saying no sound. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Can you hear me? Can you not hear me? Can you hear me? Can you not hear me? I see somebody saying no sound, but that may just be that individual's, uh, give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. It may just be that individual's uh, individual device. Thumbs up. All right. Thank you all. All right. So this may be your device. Pastor Man. Good to see you over here, sir, on IG. Um, and so we're going to deal with, um, we're going to do our message preview, but he told me to spend a few minutes just quickly teach. Now I'm seeing somebody else saying no sound. I think it may be your device because I see thumbs up and then I see some saying no sound. So you may want to just, just refresh. 
and do it like that. Um, a, a, a demonic attack. Um, it is resistance that is against you um, in the atmosphere that is designed to wear you out, wear you down, to get you to quit. Listen to me. The Apostle Paul said it like this. There is a great and effective door that is open for me. Watch me. But there are many adversaries. He says there's a door already open for me, but there are many adversaries. In other words, he says there is something going on in the spirit and what's going on in the spirit is designed to wear me out that's first corinthians 16 and 9 it's designed to wear me out wear me down so that i never go through the door because i let the adversaries keep me at the door is there anybody on here tonight where you can say listen bishop what i'm dealing with this thing is a demonic attack this thing is trying to wear me out and wear me down so that I, I just say, bump the door, forget the door. I ain't even trying to walk through the door no more. If I am talking to you, do me a favor and just do the hand wave emoji right there. That's not everybody, but that is certainly somebody. Literally, as I was coming in my garage, the Holy Ghost said, I need you to deal uh, with uh, and bind up some of this demonic, not some of this, bind up these demonic attacks, this resistance um, that is trying to keep people from walking through the door. It's not everybody, but I know that's a, look at all the hands. Look at all the hands. There's hands on every single platform uh, tonight. And so we're going to hit that uh, because for many of you, uh, how do you know? And I'm going to just I'll quickly hit something um, uh, on the back end of our message preview to help you um, to prepare for that, um, that I think will speak life into you. So Bishop, how do I know that what I'm dealing with is something that is a demonic attack? How do I know that it is beyond just, uh, you know, uh, just the regular run of the mill? It's beyond what normally comes with the seat. It's beyond regular. Um, this thing is demonic. This thing is demonic. This is the enemy trying to keep me from walking through a door. All right. And so I'll walk you through that in just a moment. Listen, tomorrow night at Wednesday night at seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern. It is the final message in our series. Let's be kids again. How many of you, this series has been a blessing to you. If it's been a blessing to you, can you talk to me? If it's been a blessing to you, talk to me in the comments. If this series has been a blessing to you, I need you to talk to me in the comments wherever you are at I need you to talk to me in the comments if this has been a blessing to you and tell me how has it been a blessing to you in the comments talk to me talk to me talk to me great series what has stood out to you what has stood out to you from this series talk to me in the comments because i need you to share on every platform i need you to share i need you to click like i need you to click like i need you to share I need you to click like i need you to share i see somebody saying it's been attacked but i've been binding them up we're going to gather together in the spirit. We're going to deal with that. We're going to do that on the last half, the last few minutes, for the last 10 minutes of our message preview tonight. All right. Um, it's bless you. Great series. Uh, what else? Talk to me about this series. It's helped restore my ask and my imagination and creativity. This is good. It has blessed me. This is good. What else? Talk to me. How has this series blessed you? Let's be kids again is the name of the series that we've been in all month. You were praying safe prayers. That's good. All right. And so this series showed you that you were praying stuff that you could do, not stuff where you needed the Lord to do it. All right. This is good. This is good. All right. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Talk to me. 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 Uh, childlike faith. This is good. It's a blessing. I get to. Um, all right. Praise God for that. Uh, sometimes we, we're put in time out as a gift to refine us. I'm learning to be okay with being isolated. That's good. It's showing me to reach without fear, how to handle my time out. Come on, that time out thing is something, right? 
uh, 16 years, David approximately was in time out. He had to sit after being anointed to do a thing. God did not appoint him after God anointed him, which teaches us a powerful lesson that there is always going to be a delay between anointing and appointing. There's always going to be a delay between anointing and appointing. Before God graces you to do something, there's going to be a period of time where he won't let you do what he's anointed you to do. All right. Um, the aftershock of the trauma. This is good. I didn't realize how much growing up early stripped me of my childlike nature. This is good. This is good. Everything is lined up. Just need one thing. Uh, walk through the door. This is good. Show me about how God chooses, who he chooses. Uh, to be childlike versus childish. This is good. Uh, I learned to ask what I should be asked, uh, praying for. All right. God gives promises and pieces. That's good. Somebody says that's 16 years. It shouts me every time. It's the time out for me. This is good. Come on. Talk to me. TikTok, where y'all at? I'm not seeing no comments over here on TikTok. Y'all talk to me. What has stood out to you from this series that we have been in? God supplies limitless. This is good. So stop putting limits on God. That's good. Such a blessing. I ask having my family on no man, nothing but to love them. That's good. A lot of revelation you taught about David, right? David's life is a whole revelation. His, and remember, he's the only man where the scripture records. He's a man after God's own heart. Yet he was not perfect. And I need some of you to hear me. God is not looking for your perfection. He's looking for your persistence. Come on, type that on the screen. I am persistent. Uh, he says, uh, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Watch me. It didn't say being sinless. It's impossible without being, uh, uh, you know, to be sinless. You have to please God. The Bible does not say that you have to be perfect. This is without faith. What is that? That is a persistence. This is God is expecting persistence out of us, not perfection. This is good. It's making me have communication. And the communication I've been getting is confirmation. That's good. This series has blessed me and literally been speaking my life. All right, all right, all right. God is not into us going through hell and not getting paid for it. That's a word. David said, if I fight Goliath, what am I going to get for it? Do not think that, uh, if I listen carefully, do not think that David just fought Goliath just because. David fought Goliath because he asked Saul, what is the reward? Y'all ready for me? Father, show us the reward for the warfare we're dealing with now. Show us what we will be blessed with because of what we handle. Show us what is on the other side, on the other side of the suffering that we may be facing and dealing with. What is the reward? What are we going through this for? Come on. I need a few of you all on every platform to just say, God, what's the reward? David said, what is the reward? I'm not going through all of this just to go through all of this. What's the reward? He literally asked some of the men, um, the, some of the soldiers, some of the uh, Israelite soldiers said, if you uh, fight Goliath and you defeat Goliath, you're going to get no taxes and one of the king's daughters. And so David confirmed that. And then once David had confirmation of that, David was like, I got it. He did it because he knew there was a reward for some of us. Watch me. All we need to keep fighting is to know that what the reward is. Come on. If you ever feel discouraged, you need to say, God, what's the reward? If you ever feel like giving up, you need to say, God, what's the reward? If you ever feel like throwing in the towel, you need to ask God, what's the reward? He is not into us going through hell and not being rewarded or paid for that. Nowhere in that scripture do you see that. Nowhere in that scripture do you see that. David asked, can I give you another example? Samson said to the Lord, Lord, if this is you, or excuse me, Gideon, in Judges, 
Gideon said, Lord, if this is you, I ask you to confirm your word. Not only can I ask him what the reward is, I can ask him for confirmation that I'm supposed to fight that fight. Y'all better hear me today. Stop thinking that faith means that you don't ask any questions. God may not give you details. It doesn't mean he won't answer your questions. He may not give you all the details. It does not mean he will not answer your questions. What's the reward? And then secondly, God, what? Watch me. God, what in the world? I need some confirmation here. Confirm your word. And he did it with Gideon. He said, Lord, if this is you, I need you to do this. God did it. He said, okay, God, you did that. But now if it's you, he asked him a second time, confirm your word. And for some of you all, watch me. All you need is a confirmation. All you need is, uh, watch me, is just the, what did we pray last night on prayer? Is a cloud the size of a man saying, I don't even need to see rain. I don't need to see thunder. I don't need to see lightning. The only thing I need to see is something small to confirm the word. I pray God give you, watch me, a revelation of the reward and that he give you a confirmation that gives you affirmation for you to keep on pressing forward. That it gives you confirmation, that gives you affirmation for you to press forward. For some of all we need is a, that's all I need is a cloud. Elijah sent his servant several times to, after he prophesied there'd be rain. The servant said, there's no rain, 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 there's no rain. And then on the last time the servant came back and said, wait a minute. Wait a minute, man of God, I see a cloud, but that cloud is out over the ocean. I want you to think about this. I see this big old ocean, this big old body of water, and the cloud is as small as a man's hand. I need you to listen to me. In other words, what I see doesn't even cover what I'm seeing. I'll say it again for you to get this thing. What I see doesn't even cover what I am seeing. I am seeing something super small, that doesn't even have the capacity to cover what I'm seeing. Watch me. You, you see a small raise that you don't think is enough to make up for the difference. You see a small victory. You get a small approval. You get a small meeting. You get a small. I see something small, but that confirmation, hear me, is going to give me affirmation. Right after that, Elijah said, well, y'all better get ready. Get the chariots ready because it's about to rain up in here. Right? Um, David had a lot of triumphs, but over the last couple of messages, what I've been teaching you, that in addition to David's triumphs, everybody, what did David have? David had a lot of trauma. David had a lot of trauma. And what did I teach you? Is that trauma is the transportation God uses to get you to triumph. Trauma is transportation. Can I get a few of you to type that? Trauma is transportation. I need you to type that. Trauma is transportation. Trauma is transportation. Trauma is literally transportation. And I began to show you on last Wednesday and dealing with childhood trauma and even this past Sunday's message called You Need Therapy. Um, because just because you get to triumph, it does not mean that you have dealt with your trauma. A win does not mean that you have dealt with your wounds. I'm going to say that again because somebody needs to tweet that. Somebody needs to insta story that. Just because you get a win, that does not mean that you've dealt with your wounds. Just because you get triumph does not mean that you have dealt with your trauma. 
So consequently, we have a lot of people, we have a lot of people that have, uh, have wins, but they're still wounded. We have many people who are winning, but they are still whining about their wounds. We have many people who have triumphed, but they are still in the traumatic events. And trauma is what? Trauma is twofold. First part of trauma is that it is a deeply distressing or disturbing event. That's the first part. The second part of trauma is where most people are at in, uh, in some area of their life. It's the aftershock, which means it's over, but you're not over it. It's over, but it is still affecting you. It's over, but you're still dealing with it. Let's think of trauma in the sense of a physical sense. Can I get everybody to like this video, everybody to share this video on every platform that you're on? Click like, click share, click like, click share, whatever platform you're on. On Instagram, use the triangle, send it to somebody, story, text it to somebody. Think of a physical injury. Um, I, I remember, to God be the glory, God has been good to me, so I... I can't say that I got all these physical injuries in Jesus' name. Um, but I remember several months ago, I hurt my foot. And it was the most intense pain that I ever, ever, ever felt. Um, one doctor thought it may have been this. Another doctor thought it may have been that. I, I was kind of uh, frustrated at the different responses I was getting from the doctor. And I just thought um, after that Saturday, it was a Saturday night, and uh, I was late getting uh, home from exercise I was late getting home to get to the message preview that Saturday night, uh, and it was in pain. And I thought, I'll just put it up, take some Tylenol, I'll be good. Um, the traumatic event was over. I literally remember feeling this little twitch in my foot. And watch me, it wasn't much, but the aftershock, hear me, of the trauma is what created the issue. Because literally, uh, for the miles that I had to get home, it was, it was painful to walk. It was painful to put any pressure on my foot. I laid down, went to sleep. I thought, okay, I'll sleep this off. I'll be good in the morning. How many of you, you ever thought, I'll be good and, you, and I'll get past something and you found that you did not get over it or past it the way that you thought that you would? Wave at me. How many of you ever had something happen in life where you thought, I'm good with it, I'm gonna be all right, everything's gonna be okay, I'm fine, and only to deal with the aftershock of it. And then the aftershock, so that Sunday, and I was preaching, it was difficult to preach, but I pressed through it. The anointing of God came in and does what the anointing does and, um, and made up for my human human humanity and my human frailties. But let me tell y'all something. Um, after church that Sunday, it was painful. That Monday, it was some of the most excruciating pain I've ever felt. Literally, I'm walking around my home and I'm holding on to stuff because to get up and to walk around is painful. Now, I'm an active person. I'm out all the time. I hate being cooped up in a house. That was the most difficult part of the pandemic was uh, isolation and all of that and, and, and quarantine and being in the house all the time. I'm like, oh, this sucks. I was like, I hate being stuck in the house. So being stuck in the house that Monday and then that Tuesday, and I'm like, this is crazy. Uh, it was several days worth of pain. And then they said, well, um, you may have broken something or may have a, a hairline fracture. They said all of these things. And my confession remained, I'm 100% healthy. I'm 100% whole. I'm 100% healthy. I'm 100% whole. I'm 100% healthy. I'm 100% whole. whole. Everything is fine. Let that be a lesson for some of you um, that you, Numbers 14, 28, he's going to give you exactly what you said. The aftershock of it lasted for several days. So then what happened? They said, well, it's probably good. You need to get an a, a insert for your shoe, all these different things. I thank God I didn't break anything. I didn't fracture anything. 
Everything was fine. Uh, one doctor said plantar fasciitis. It wasn't that. Uh, they just said you just probably need this for your arch. I got that, and I've been good since then. Um, but the aftershock was more painful than the original event. And for some of you, the traumatic event, it was like that. The person quit you. The person walked out. The job, you got fired. You lost the house. You lost the car. You lost the confidence. You lost the loved one. The, the thing happened really quickly, right? But the aftershock is where many people are still dealing with a lot of their trauma. The aftershock is where many people are still dealing with a lot of their trauma. And I began to walk you through David's trauma. I talked to you about how David... He, uh, he was isolated. He had inequitable relationships. He dealt with lions and bears, his brother's attitude towards him. His mother was missing. His father rejected him. His leader, Saul, was jealous of him and attempted to murder him. Jonathan, the one, the one friend he did make, the one man that he did connect with, Jonathan, dies an untimely and early death. Then when he tries to defect to the Philistines, they reject him. The, his enemies didn't even want him. Um, he often felt alone and then an army that he literally builds turns on him and David begins to talk about in Psalm 38, David begins to talk about how he did not properly handle, hear me, his trauma and he began to say that he was foolish in how he handled his trauma and consequently his wounds, um, because trauma creates wounds, his wounds began to stink and they began to fester. They got worse. And hear me, everybody, if you don't get anything else I say tonight, get this. Everybody will hurt. Not everybody will heal because healing is a choice. Everybody is going to hurt, but not everybody is going to heal because healing is a choice. Can I get you to speak this over yourself? I choose healing. I choose healing. I choose healing. Whatever platform you're on tonight, just type that. I choose healing. I choose healing. Tomorrow night's message is called Color Outside the Lines. Why? Because most people color inside the lines. What does that mean? Is that they hurt, but they never heal. How many of you know some people right now that it's clear that they're hurting, but they're in denial about it? Wave at me. How many of you know somebody in denial? All right. It could even be you. If you know you sometimes are in denial, wave your hand. How many of you right now, you know somebody that is in denial about being hurt right now? You can tell because they're foul. They're festering. Their strength is weakened physically and emotionally. I see several hands. I see several hands, right? Even if it's you, because sometimes you can be in denial. You can be in denial that you are still dealing with the aftershock of trauma. Tomorrow night's message, I'm going to walk you through. I'm going to take you another further, and it's called Color Outside the Lines. And I'm literally going to show you, um, we live in a culture where I've heard people say this. It's, you know, I believe in Jesus and therapy. Stop, stop, stop. It is not Jesus and therapy. Listen to me, everybody. Jesus is therapy. Can I just get you to type that on the screen? He is my therapy. It is not Jesus plus therapy, y'all. It's Jesus is therapy. Now, therapy, formal therapy could be one of the ways that God uses to bring healing. But Jesus is healing. Jesus is healing. Jesus is healing. Okay, so it's not Jesus plus therapy. Jesus is therapy. And there's multiple ways to heal. 
you got to hear me. I'm going to walk you um, tomorrow night through. Um, David literally cried out in Psalm 38. And he says, make haste to help me. Oh, Lord, my therapy. He calls him my therapy, my salvation, my healing, my therapy. Um, it is God that heals you. God has different ways. But listen to me. All healing comes from God. I'm going to say that again. All healing comes from God. Now, he may use different methods, but all healing, hear me, you all, comes from God. He may use different methods, but all healing comes from God. It is not Jesus plus anything. Jesus is everything. Come on, y'all. It is not Jesus plus anything. Jesus is everything. Why is that important? Because we have many Christians who, listen, reach for everything else but God. And this is what David said. David said, I have not been handling my trauma right. He said, I've been reaching for everything else. I reached for sex. I reached for uh, uh, all these different women he had. He reached for all these different wives he had. He reached for all of these different accomplishments. He reached for all of these different things. And then David is like, but I never reached for the Lord that heals me. I never reached for God to heal me. Is it possible that you believe in God? but do not believe God. That's tomorrow night, seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern. Who's looking forward to that word tomorrow? Who's looking forward to that? It's going to be amazing. Tomorrow night, seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern. If you're in Denver, join us at Grape Street, 3590 Grape Street in Denver, seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern. If you're not in Denver, you can join us on any of our digital platforms and you can be a part of that. Now, for the last few minutes, I want to spend tonight uh, in the message preview um, that we're doing tonight, I want to spend a few minutes, um, as I just mentioned, talking about and praying over um, demonic warfare, resistance that's in the atmosphere, resistance that's in the atmosphere. Um, so a couple of things that I want to be very clear. I want to be very, 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 very clear about. Uh, whenever you're dealing with something uh, demonic, uh, sometimes there's, there's there's a couple of things you need to know. First Corinthians 69 he says, there's a great and effective door open to me, and there are many adversaries. So the enemy only shows up, you ready? When you are close to something big. That's number one. That's number one. He only launches attacks when you are close to something big. He's not coming for you if you're not coming for something big. I'm waiting on y'all to respond in the comments. You only see a demonic attack, satanic attack, evil attack. The word evil in Hebrew means contrary to you. You only see something contrary when you are close to something big. Paul said there's a great ineffective door, a big ineffective door, and there are many adversaries. Because there's many things that are coming against me in the, in the spirit that are causing things to happen in the natural. So number one, re this resistance is going to show up when you are close to something big. Number two, how do you know it's demonic? It's because it doesn't let up. Y'all better come on here. It is back to 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 back. That's number two. That's number two. Somebody says, all I can do is nod my head, so that's good. It's number two. Number two. It's back to back to back to back to back to back to back. 
when it's a satanic attack, it is warfare. And in warfare, you have to release back-to-back -back attacks because the goal is to shut your opponent down so that they never have an opportunity to fire back. Even if you look at what's going on in the world today, and I won't say the names of the countries because I don't need any of the social platforms messing with my stuff. Uh, but you know the countries that are that that one country was attacked by another country is going on in the world. And what do they do? They call it shilling. They just release a they just release attack after attack after attack after attack. It is nonstop. It doesn't let up. It doesn't let up. And I'm not talking about like where you know you have a good day and then the next day it's not. I'm talking about from minute to minute, from hour to hour, from watch me, from morning to lunch to dinner, from like it, it's back to back to back to back. That's number two. You know it's demonic when you're next to something big. You know it's demonic when watch me when it is back to back. I'm not talking about you had a, a, a couple of good weeks. I'm talking about you can't think of it. It's been so much back to back. It seems like it's not true, but it seems like it's been a while since you had a great day. Who am I talking to tonight? It's back to back. Okay. Number three, how do you know it is something demonic? He says a great and effective door is open to me and there are many adversaries. There's many things that are coming against me. There's a great and effective door that is open to me and there are many adversaries. If you don't come on here, there are many adversaries. Now, uh, let me give you this, uh, this verse here. Verse uh, um, 16 and eight, before he says that verse, he says, I'm gonna tarry or I'm gonna wait in Ephesus. I'm gonna wait. You ready? Here's the third way you know it is something that's demonic. Is this got you on a wait that seems worthless? Who am I talking to? Demonic attack when you're close to something big. Demonic attack when it's back to back. Demonic attack when it's got you on a weight that seems worthless. Who am I talking to? Talk to me in these comments, y'all. It's got you on a weight that seems totally worthless. Seems worthless. The Apostle Paul says, I got to wait here. I got to tarry. I got to wait. I got to wait. I got to wait. I got to wait. In fact, he says, I ain't going to be able to come. I might have to send so-and-so. I'm going to send Timothy to you because I got to deal with this. You ready? Can I give you the next thing? Number fifth thing to it is it has you distracted perpetually. Distracted perpetually. Distracted perpetually. The Apostle Paul said, I got to deal with this so I can't even come deal with that. I got I to gotta send Timothy because I can't even deal with this. You are distracted perpetually. That's 1 Corinthians 16 and 8. 16, 8, and 9, and then 10, where it talks about Terry. Great question. Great question about the scripture. Okay? All right? Um, now, here, here's the other piece. Here's the other piece. Let me give you this. How, how else do you know um, that it is something that is, uh, that's something that demonic, something that's demonic? Um, if you keep reading and you get down to 1 Corinthians 16 and 13, um, the Apostle Paul says this. He says, watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave and be strong. Okay, those four things get attacked when it's demonic. When it's demonic, when it's demonic, those are the four things that the enemy comes for. Number one, it comes watching. What does this mean? Be alert. Um, you, your alert is down. Your guard is down. 
you are not watching. It just because you're distracted, so you're not watching. It's like somebody that's texting and driving. You're not watching. You're not watching. You're not watching. Okay? The enemy comes for your watch. All right? Second thing, he says, stand firm in the faith. Be firm. Watch me. Here's how you know it's demonic. Your faith begins to waver. Now, listen, I'm teaching and we're about to pray, but I have to obey God. As I was driving in to my garage, he said, I need you to deal with these demonic attacks tonight. I don't know who this is for. Perhaps, listen, I'll put my hand up first. Okay? Your faith begins to waver. You begin, you begin questioning God. You begin questioning the word of God. You begin questioning prophetic words spoken. Let's talk you on prophetic words that have been uttered over your life. You begin questioning everything. You begin to, your faith begins to waver. Who am I talking to? Listen, on tonight, your faith begins to win. And you're like, you know, you're doing one of those. Your faith is wavering. Your faith is wavering. Your faith is wavering to the point to where, truthfully, in your mind, you're like, I'm going to do this, but I don't even know. I'm going to do this, but I'm not. And listen, I'm not, everybody listen very carefully. I'm not talking about faith in an outcome. I'm talking about God. I'm talking about, there are some of you, if you keep it 100 with me tonight and you tell the truth, you're like, my faith, like, this ain't even about an outcome. This is about me and him. Like, this is bigger than an outcome. This is bigger than results. Like, this thing is affecting us. Who am I talking to tonight? This is, this is bigger than a house and a car and some cash and some clothes. This is about us. I'm there's I'm questioning us. Woo, y'all not saying that to me. Number three, and we gotta go. We're gonna cover this in prayer. Number three, how do you know that it's a demonic attack? Here's the next thing. It's in verse 13. He says, um, he says, be men of courage or be brave. Okay, how do you know it's demonic? How do you know it's demonic? How, how do you know it's demonic? You know it's demonic. Because, watch me, you are perpetually discouraged. You are perpetually discouraged. You are more discouraged than you are encouraged. You are more discouraged than you are encouraged. You are more discouraged than you are encouraged. You got more pushing against you than you do pushing for you. Okay, you ready? Last thing, he says, and be strong. You feel weak. You feel weak. You feel weak. You feel weak. And, and for some, watch me, Sundays, Wednesdays uh, uh, for church and Mondays um, and message preview, you feel weak. You're just like, I'm tired. Watch me and look at me and you don't even know why. Come on, y'all. You're tired. And, and you're like, ooh, I just need to rest. Look at me. This is spiritual. This is spiritual. This is spiritual. You just feel tired. You wake up tired. You go through the day. It's eight o'clock and you tired. You, listen, you're not a napper and you want to take a nap in the middle of the day. Okay, you ready? I'm telling you. I, again, if you're just coming in and you missed the first part of what I said, you got to go back and look at the beginning of this. 
Um, because you say, I just, I need a vacation. This is bigger than a vacation. This is bigger than a vacation. This is a demonic attack designed to take your strength. Bishop, I, I just backed it up in 1 Samuel, uh, um, thir or excuse me, 1 Corinthians 13. But watch me, or 16, excuse me, verse 13. But I can back it up another place. Let's go to Job. And Job, after the enemy attacked everything Job had, the Bible says Job fell to his knees in worship. Watch me. It affected his stuff because he was on the verge of something big. What was the big he was on the verge of? Double. Then what happened the second day? The second day, his body was attacked. His strength was attacked. His strength was attacked. His strength was attacked. So the enemy said, I'm not, you ready for me? I'm not going to kill him because God ain't gave me that power. What I am going to do is I am going to attack his body in such a way to where he's tired. He is tired. And when you're tired, you don't think right. When you're tired, you don't pray right. When you're tired, you don't act right. When you're tired, you throw tantrums. When you are tired, you don't fight right. Come on, y'all. When you're tired, some of y'all just said, I'm just tired. You got to hear me. You ready? That, those are signs you're dealing with a demonic attack. You're dealing with something spiritual. And, and listen, and eating good is good, but that, can't, that ain't going to fix it. Exercising is good, but that ain't going to fix it. Uh, uh, getting sleep is good. That ain't going to fix it. You get sleep and you still wake up tired. How many of you, based on what I just described from 1 Corinthians 16 and with Job, you can identify, wait a minute, there's, some, there's a spiritual attack that I'm under. Because we're about to hit that thing and pray and then we got to go. We got to go. I'm 11 minutes over. We got to go. But the Lord told me, I promise you, as I drove in, I was on a FaceTime and some of my family. And as I drove in, uh, into my garage, the Holy Ghost said, deal with the demonic attacks tonight. I see your hands. 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 Listen to me. Listen to me. Um, look at me. The enemy will not prevail. You will prevail. That's number one. Number two, we're going to handle this thing. If it's spiritual, then we have to handle it in a spiritual way. I want to charge you to do something tomorrow. There's the question, Ray. What's the fix? If it's spiritual, we deal with it in a spiritual way. We deal with it in a spiritual way. Number one, we're going to pray. Number two, I'm going to challenge you the entire day tomorrow from when you get up to tomorrow night at church. I'm going to challenge you to have nothing but the word played. Nothing but the word. Nothing but the word. You're going to feast on the word. All right? You can get our app. You can get our uh, YouTube. You can do all that. Have these messages. Have the podcast. Nothing but the word. What is the word going to do? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Tomorrow, my challenge to you on, look at me. This is prophetic. It's the last day of the eighth month. It's the last day of the month. Yes, God. It's the last day of the month. It is the last day of the month. It is the last day of the month. What are you going to do? Nothing but the word. Nothing but the word. Nothing but the word. Matter of fact, let me give you scripture for that. Let me give you scripture for that. 
Matthew uh, 8. Oh, this is, come on, God. 8 and 8. The centurion, he makes this statement. He says, if you speak the word only. So we're going to listen to that word. And then as you listen, you're going to speak that word tomorrow. That's how we're going to, that's the first part of our response. Somebody says, I sleep with the word as well. That's a good thing to do. Some of you may want to do that. I actually do that too. I sleep with the word. If I'm your man of God, turn me on tonight. Turn me on tonight before you, as you go to sleep. Now, y'all know I'm liable to, you know, start getting real loud and animated any minute. So don't scare yourself. Turn the volume down low enough to when I go up, it don't, you don't pop up. Okay. Okay. All right. This is how we're going to respond. Tomorrow, we, we listen, listen to me. You, I, again, I encourage you to do it tonight, but certainly tomorrow, all day, nothing but the word. We will hear it and we will speak it. We're going to pray over it tonight. We're going to pray over it tonight. Um, Bishop, how do I, uh, you know what I'm going to do tomorrow too? You know what I'm going to do tomorrow? Tomorrow, I, let me see. We're going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this decision right now on the spot. Tomorrow I have a million things going on, but I'm going live tomorrow too. We're going to deal with this. The devil going to wish he never started nothing with us. Somebody say amen right there. I'm going to go live tomorrow at, uh, let's see. I'm going to go live tomorrow. I'll do it early because I can't do it later. I'm going to go live tomorrow at 8 o'clock Mountain Time. 8 o'clock Mountain Time. That's 10 o'clock. That's 10 o'clock. Y'all already know it. Do a pop-up prayer. Y'all already know. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing tomorrow. I'm going live at 8 o'clock Mountain. That's 10 o'clock Eastern. Tomorrow. Join me on there. If you work, take a break at that time. We won't be on long. We're going to pray. That's what we're doing tomorrow. I'm going to obey God. We're going to shut this demonic attacks down. Now, everybody listen carefully. So, Bishop, why would God allow it? Because you're close to a great and effective door. A big door. You're only under a demonic attack when you're at the door. You are not under a demonic attack when you are far away from the door. This is why for some of you, right, that's 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, mountain time. Love you. Uh, 8, 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, mountain time. That's 10 o'clock Eastern time. If you want a break, take a break. Let's go. All right. And we're going to go live tomorrow at 8 o'clock. So that's what we're going to do. And we're going to pray. Um, and, and we'll talk about that. You are, you are only under attack. Can I just be honest with you? Today. I literally, I was like, every time my phone rang, and it rang a lot, and it rang a lot, and it rang a lot, I was like, <laughs> and I was looking, and, and and at one point, the enemy really was trying to have me so discouraged, and can I be honest with you, I mean, to be honest with you, at one point today, earlier today, I, I was, I was really discouraged. I was really discouraged. And then I said, wait a minute. Come on. Can I just get you to speak this in the comments? Say, nope. 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 That's what we're doing tomorrow. Nope. Nope. We ain't doing that, enemy. Nope. You will not win. Nope. You will not get the glory. All right. Those are your instructions. We got to go. Tomorrow. 
nothing but the word. I encourage some of you to just do that tonight to just, as you go to sleep, just listen to the word, put it on one of the church YouTube playlists. I saw a question over here about what would be a great series. You want to know what would be an amazing series? It's called The Resistance. I did it a long time ago, but it's about the enemy and it's about the devil and it's about how he works and it's about the resistance and about how God uses the enemy. That would be an amazing series to, to go through. The Resistance. The Resistance is the name of it. It's in our app. It's on our website. It's also on, you, on our YouTube channel. It's also on our podcast. It's also, if you want to just go get it, you can go download it and, and, and purchase it out of the online store. I'm sure it's in there too. All right. Nope. Not going to be able to do it. Okay. All right. 8 a.m. tomorrow. We're going live. And then that's 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. All right. So if you got a break, if you're normally working during that time, have them put you in a queue to be a get on a break. All right. Just get on there with me. I'll do it like this on all of our platforms. Get on there with me. Um, th um, that's going to be the only time that I can do that tomorrow. And uh, we're going to make that happen. All right. Um, last two things I want to do tonight. Um, um, I, I want to actually do this. Here's how I want to end this tonight. Normally, I would do an invitation to Christ. Um, if you need to give your life to the Lord, I, I, I want to do that. If you need to give your life to the Lord for the first time or recommit yourself to the Lord, or you need to be sure. On three, I need you to quickly respond. Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Just quickly respond. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Whatever platform you're on, I need you to respond right away. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. I need you to respond wherever you are at right now, wherever you are at. It's my pleasure. Someone says, thank you for your time. It's my pleasure. Wherever you are at, do that hand wave emoji or say, it is me. Amen. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure, Ray. It's my pleasure. I heard God. I promise y'all, I got the Holy Ghost. I'm filled with the Holy since they got it because it's not like a cold or nothing, but I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. And the moment I drove in my garage, he was loud. He said, deal with the demonic attacks. He did. And so... That's why we're doing that. And that's what we're going to do. And because of technology, I can go live. I can go live anywhere at any time. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing to me. That's always blows my mind. Right? Amen, amen, amen. Three, two, one. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with your mouth, my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed this prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, here's what I need you to do. Um, just type the, text the word decision. It's coming up on the screen for those of you looking at me on this camera, for those of you on the Instagram and the TikTok. Can I get somebody to just put that in the comments? You're going to text the word decision to 877-552-4746. Wow, that's awesome. It says, Pastor is the best. Went to see him in person for the first time last Sunday. The message is so real and not sugar-coated. Thank you, Pastor, for helping me through this. I got you. Come on. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. God's got you. And God's got us. Praise God for that. All right. Um, last thing that I want to do, I want us to pray for one another. I want us to pray for one another. Um, can I get you to pick three people? And one of the people has to be me. <laughs> so pick two people. You can do more than two, but at least two. And just put their initials. Everybody, you're going to pray for me. I always pray for you, so I'm going to ask you to pray for me tonight. So BKF, comma, whoever else you're going to pray for. At least two others for a total of three. We're going to, we're going to enter, we're going to, excuse me, make supplication for one another. We're going to pray for one another. Whenever someone's dealing with a demonic attack, um, 
Fasting is one thing. We fasted last month, and of course, we can always fast. But prayer is another thing. And the prayers of the righteous availeth much. When we pray together, we get things done. Thank you so much for praying for me. I appreciate you. All right? Do that. Father, in Jesus' name, right now, we sit in the seat of the supplicator. We pray right now, God, for the initials that we release on the screen. And we join our faith to their faith, believing that wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. Right now, Father, in Jesus' name, we pray against whatever attack they may be under, whatever attack may be coming against them. And we pray, God, that you would literally stay the hand of the enemy. We pray literally, God, that you would show them, you would show them clearly, God, what the reward is on the other side of the attack and show them clearly, God, give, let this prayer be confirmation for them, Father, that they are doing the right thing. The enemies were at the door to stop Paul from going through the door. The door was open. The door was big. But the enemy did not want Paul to walk through it because he knew if Paul walked through it, Paul was going to get to a place called Macedonia. Macedonia means a high place. That means Paul's next was higher than his current. It was bigger and it was better. It was more profound. It was more proficient. So in Jesus' name, right now, I pray, God, that the attack would actually be confirmation, that it would tell us we're doing the right thing at the right time and the right place. I come against a lack of faith. I pray that you would strengthen our faith tonight. I pray, God, that you would strengthen our spirit man tonight. Let us rise up in faith tonight. Let us rise up in strength tonight. Let us rise up in power tonight. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke us being tired. I pray for a supernatural second wind to come. I pray for a supernatural strength to rise up in us. I pray for a supernatural focus. Let Wednesday, August 31st, 2022, let it be a day of focus for us. Let it be a day when we check many things off of our to-do list. Let it be a day where we check many things off of the uh, list that we need to accomplish in the name of Jesus. And Father, we release an attack on the attack. We release a counter-offensive in the spirit. And Father, through our praise and our worship, Second Chronicles 20 teaches us that the way we wage war is through praise and worship. Your word says that when they began to sing and to praise, that the Lord set ambushes against their enemies. Therefore, God, we release a praise tonight on every platform as our declaration of war. It is our counter-offensive. Because you attacked us, we now attack with our worship. We attack with our praise. Come on. We launch an attack against the attack tonight in the name of Jesus. I need you to open your mouth, put a praise in whatever atmosphere you're in. And I need for you, watch me to drop that praise in the comments. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And God, we lift you and we magnify you and we glorify you and we celebrate you, sir. Our praise and our worship is a weapon. It is a weapon. It is a weapon. And we tell the enemy, you're defeated. And we tell the attack, you are affirmation for us. You are confirmation to us. You prove to us 
that we are on the right path, doing the right things, headed in the right direction. You would not attack us if we were not headed in the right direction. You would not try to stop us if we were not headed in the right direction. You would not try to weary us if we were not headed in the right direction. And for this, we say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody, drop an amen right there. You all, we are 25 minutes over. We got to go. I love you all. Um, if, if this message preview bless you, you can sow into this. Um, you can sow into this. Um, we're going to attach it to that. Um, that's second Chronicles 20 and 20, second Chronicles 20 and 20. So here's what I'm sowing. I'm going to do $20 and 20 cents. That's what I'm sowing for second Chronicles 2020. That I'm gonna, that's my war seed. Ah, I'm about to go to war with that mark and I'll win. And we have won. How do you sow? Use the dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. I think I can text to give now again on my computer. Let's see if I can do it. Let me do it. Let's see if I can text to give on my computer again or my laptop or whatever this is here. What is this? Uh, iPad. Let's see. Did it work? Bam, bam, bam. I think it worked. There you go. Boom. Um, $20.20. This is my warfare seed. That's it. All right? So for Second Chronicles 20 and 20. All right? I love you guys. I will see you tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. You can use the badges to sew. You can use um, Cash App, Dollar Sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that's available. The key email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. All right? I'll see you tomorrow. Remember tomorrow. What are we doing? Nothing but the word. We're going to hear it and speak it. That's it. We're going to hear it and speak it. That's it. We're going to hear it and speak it. That's it. Do not play. Hear my, please listen to my prophet. These are prophetic instructions. These are not suggestions. Please hear me for your sake. I got you, Michaela, for your sake. Hear me. Um, listen to nothing but the word tomorrow. A great series is the resistance. Um, that's only, I think, three or four messages. So that's only three or four hours. So you're going to need some other series. And just say, Lord, lead me to the right series. And whatever you play and our app and our YouTube, our website, whatever series you go to, it's going to be exactly what you need to hear. All right. Eight o'clock mountain, 10 Eastern, seven Pacific. All right. Love you guys. Shalom. Have an amazing night. Love y'all. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Hey, Cricket customers. Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Nice. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Yeah! Phone plan streams and standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details.